Suspense. Well, that was interesting. Was it? No. I want one of you to explain to me what the fuck I watched. Uh, it was about a man who manipulated another man into being a Confederate soldier. Let's do the theme song, and then we'll kind of discuss this. We have one? For this, yeah. Oh. There is nothing wrong with your podcast, but there is something wrong with your taste of podcast. Unfortunately, now we are in control somehow. Ow. Oh, fuck. Anyway, do not attempt to turn off the podcast. Although you're fully capable of, we just really don't want you. Welcome to Allied Government Anthology Series Hello, citizens. Welcome to that show I just said. Uh, I'm Phoenix West. Adam Wilcox. Dig, dig it. Today, we watched and were baffled by O. Henry Playhouse. 104, Two Renegades, star, starring Charles Bronson, John Carradine, and uh, six cartons of cigarettes on set. Not brought to you by O. Henry Candy Bars. Yeah, that was a mistake. I just assumed because we watched Craft Theater, and there's like Chrysler Theater, and there's all these different companies that do shows. I just assumed it was going to be based on the candy bar, but turns out there's a writer called O. Henry. Well, I think they're both the same. And the motherfucker shows up in this thing. He's, yeah, he, he's st- it, it's like ad- we were talking in the commentary. It's like I, I compared it to adaptation. For some reason, Dick said misery. It was misery. He was right there, but it's about the writer pitching the story at dinner, and it sounds like he's describing the world's worst fucking dream. And that's all I got out of this thing. I didn't know what the fuck happened. I have no idea. It's definitely not as cool as Mouth of Madness. No, there wasn't a guy who on the window. Do you read O. Henry? <laughs> oh God, I want to watch Mouth of Madness, but replace <laughs> uh, <laughs> with, uh, with O. Henry. Nothing going on there. Nothing except Ted Turner's of... bullshit ass colorization. And the, and the end of the world is basically everything's getting colorized. Yeah, and they salute every Confederate flag that walks by. What's happening out there? It sounds pretty bad. It's not only bad, it's offensively bad. Oh, it's offensive. It's amazing. So, Dick, this is our, our, our dick pick week. Please walk us through. <laughs> this, oh, and this, this was an accidental pick of utter... I, I, I don't know. The only reason I picked it was Charles Bronson was in it. I had no idea that it was going to be David Carradine in prison, in a Panama prison, waiting to be executed. Telling his story to O. Henry, the writer, because O. Henry's in Panama for some reason, and he basically O. Henry, uh, John Carradine sacrifices himself for Charles Bronson. I don't think that's what happened. I don't. Well, think he gets he gets executed. The, the no, he wasn't Carradine. He wasn't actually in Panama because at one point he goes, "Well, I'm going to leave for Panama." No, no, no. They were in Panama. No, he said the beginning was the end. No, the beginning was the end. The beginning okay. was him. Te- was it was it was um, narrative uh, confusion because at the beginning, the cell that Carradine is in is the same cell that Bronson is in. So Bronson's in the cell for three weeks, and yes, then Carradine but- takes his place because he he paid for he bribed him out of prison, 
and then the money was was not right, and they they killed Carradine instead. So basically, they swapped, and that's why uh, Bronson became a full fledged Confederate because the Confederate saved his life in Panama. And that's the episode. So and that's basically the episode. Yeah, that's it. That is the episode. That's it. That's, that's all that happens. Can you imagine sitting down and just like tuning into the TV and watching this? And, like, Live? Can you imagine if Rod Sterling was watching this? This makes what that... What the fuck? That one that we were making fun of a couple weeks ago where it was like they were at ground, like the, the testing ground for the fucking nuclear missile and they kept swapping uh, out the dummies. Man. This makes that exciting. Yes. Well, this this has no. This is not trying to be suspenseful. It's just O. Henry telling a story to a guy at a table, and that's all it is. It's 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 my dinner with O. Henry. It's boring as fuck. O. Henry is a definite repressed, like sexually repressed homosexual, big time. This made that. Uh, uh, what the fuck was that episode? Um, the o. Afternoon Henry. Beast. That made that oh, episode. Oh God! Exciting. Or the the guy beast twink and like bullfighting and the beast with two backs. <laughs> so I will say this: that was our previous worst episode, the the afternoon beast written by Charles Beaumont. From we Alpo. have a, we, we have a winner. We have a new winner. Yep. We have a new low. And I feel yeah. bad because we're talking over it and we're watching it. But even if we didn't, it didn't wouldn't matter. Have didn't matter. Didn't matter at all. There's nothing in this episode to enjoy, and. <laughs> It wasn't even a coherent story while they're trying to be clever about it, the way they're telling it. And it. Well, you did have uh, the, the colorization of this black and white episode, which wasn't really colorized at all. Oh, oh, a couple things about that. A, this is the biggest waste of colorization ever. Someone had to sit there frame by frame and color this fucking thing for no reason. B, they didn't even color the Confederate flag red. They didn't do anything. They showed no respect to that flag. You salute that fucking thing when it goes by, and you go, "Yes, sir." We could have. We will. Yes, sir. We'll ride I, in. President Davis, sir. President Davis, that's exactly correct, there, sir. I say, sir. I say, son. Look at that flag with respect, son. The most entertaining part of this episode was the fact that John Carradine looked like the colonel, <laughs> and Charles like Bronson. Charles Bronson was nude throughout the entire thing. And white. He's a white man. Because <laughs> his his cream color, his uh, brown pants matched his, his uh, well, his brown skin because he was colored in such a way that he had no pigment. This is the worst Charles Bronson performance I've seen since House of Wax. Have you fuckers ever seen that one? Uh, original House of, House of Wax with Vincent Price and... I've seen it. I didn't remember he was in it. Well, Charles Bronson was Igor. Is that what he was? Yeah. And that's, he's Igor in every sense of the word. No fucking lines. Acting like a mope. Uh, well, still better than uh, uh, Death Wish 5. Well, I don't know. <laughs> At least I it was wish, a canon movie. I <laughs> wish I was dead. <laughs> At least that was a canon movie. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Jesus. House of Wax. Oh, he does some hijinks in it, it looks like. <laughs> Wacky, that wacky, uh, yeah. Why, why am I in this movie? Damn it, this stupid. I'm a he wax dummy. Like, he looks like an actual chimpanzee right here. Like a Dick Tracy <laughs> he looks villain. like Willem Dafoe. He looks like a Dick Tracy villain more than that. He looks like influence. He looks like a little bit of Willem Dafoe and that fucking character that Chris Katarn oh, played on. Uh, put, up, put up a picture of influence and you'll see the difference or you'll see the similarities. Charles Bronson influence. Uh, Dick Tracy influence. 
Oh God! Uh, the the villain you'll see it's just, it's <laughs> character actor played him, but they made his makeup. He looks like Charles Bronson. Oh, there yeah. he is. No, that looks like a uh, Odo. Odo Bronson. What? Why can't I think of his name? They got it. We were saying Jack Palance. It looks like Jack. Yeah, Palance. a little bit. Yeah. Jack Palance. I used to have this toy. I still have that toy. I have Dick Tracy. Two of them behind me. I have them. I have them all carded except for the blank. Oh. Oh yeah, William Sylvester or William uh, Forsyth. Oh, he was great. <laughs> All right, let's stop sharing that because that's more interesting. Let's there's, talk about Dick Tracy. <laughs> there's William Forsyth and Madonna, and and uh, for some reason Al Pacino. Let's talk oh, about put, Colonel Sanders. Uh, put that picture up. I didn't see that. We're, we're back to the three. My, people. my favorite performance of Colonel Sanders was when Norm Macdonald was Colonel Sanders in the commercials. Oh, look at that. That's fantastic. Oh, here's one without the shit on. <laughs> and Al Pacino is actually standing. No, he's sitting. No, no, that's, oh, the, that's an illusion. That. He's actually standing. I got you. Okay. He's really short. I've met him. He's tiny. Warren Beatty. The movie's gonna make a fortune. The kids will love it. It did okay. I mean, like, it wasn't a total bomb, but it wasn't like they it wasn't thought it, Batman. They thought it, it was gonna yeah, be Batman. They thought it was gonna be Batman. But who, who the fuck was? How is that? Gonna they be were pushing Batman? that shit like Batman because they thought, oh shit, people yeah. like comic books. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, what do we got? Oh, Dick Tracy. Oh, Adam, that that might have been a John Landis movie. Here's Dick Tracy uh, influence, and tell me what this looks more like than Dick Tracy. <laughs> Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who's got music playing? Who's got a TV on in the background? Is it's that not you, me. It's on mute. It's not on mute. Yeah, it is. It's you, off now. You fucking what? It went no, away. That's not. It wasn't me. Yeah. That was you. You turned it. I don't have any. I'm not. I'm in the room by myself. That wasn't me. I didn't touch anything. Maybe it's Adam. What's on mute, Adam? Oh, mute. Adam just muted himself. Adam's muted. <laughs> he's just sitting there in silence. <laughs> so he's the culprit. He's the one. This is not him doing it. He can't really help it. But um, I know. Right. That's fine. It's fine. Guys, <laughs> what the fuck else is there to say about this? Uh, well, Nothing. Let's, let's go through our normal beats of what we usually do. The writing. How did the writing work for you guys? I couldn't hear half of it. Well, explain to me what happened, and then I'll tell you what, how the writing. <laughs> I don't understand what fucking happened. None of you guys either. have been able to decipher. No, what I'm... even fucking happened. If there was something important that was told don't, to us, we didn't pick don't up. Blame us. Yeah. <laughs> don't guys, blame uh, us. For no, Henry don't blame us for Theater. Don't pull Henry shit on us. <laughs> there, no. There's. Did, did he say something important? Because I didn't miss any. Like, if you, it, it seemed like there was a lot of like transitional dialogue and no fucking plot points for something that's like 26 minutes. Holy shit. And what Dick said, the way Dick described it earlier, I didn't see any of that. No. Well, I don't know what else to tell you because that's what happened. Did, did you read like the cliff notes, like the Wikipedia for it? or? Well, no, I, I assumed because he got arrested. And the only guy, the, the American consulate couldn't help him. Well, so questions. What the fuck year is it? Because it's supposed to be 40 years after the Civil War. And then it seems well, like they're the, all currently in the Civil War. 65, what, 75, 85, 95, 05, 1905. What, what was this one called again? The O. Henry Playhouse. And then what was the name of the fucking episode? Renegades. Or two Renegades. Two Renegades. 
Yeah, because he said Teddy Roosevelt was going to save him. Well, he mentioned Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt. On IMDb, it says a recently executed doctor has already succeeded in converting a northern soldier to the side of the Confederacy 40 years after the Civil War. Yeah, that's, that's what happens. I did not. <laughs> okay, let's say that is the story. How is that an interesting story? It's not at all. It's not exactly. So even if we so that is all we saw then. That is what we had literally nothing else past that. That was it. Even if we can agree that that was the story, it's still not interesting enough to carry a twenty-six minute episode. It's not interesting enough to carry a no episode. It's not any interesting at all. It's 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 a black hole of interesting. That's why O. Henry in the middle of the episode is asking the guy, basically asking the audience, is this a good idea to do this as a story? And the guy says no. He goes, oh, I don't know. I don't believe you. You know what I did find out, though? It's Henry Silva. That explains why. That's right. Yeah, Henry Silva. Yeah, Yeah, Henry Silva looks a lot like him. So. Yep, yep, yep. Henry Silva, great character actor. Anyway. Who who was in another good... um, uh, uh, Silent Running, I think, was the Chuck Norris movie. He's the bad guy in. He's also in a Escape 2000, a great MST3K episode. That is a good You one. are ordered to leave the Bronx. Leave the Bronx. <laughs> His name is Moon W. Trash. <laughs> All right. Oh. Which episode? <laughs> what? Next Generation, which episode? How do you know? Fuck if I know. I just watched the Thomas Reiter. I was too busy trying to figure out what the fuck was going on in this episode, and, and, and I'm mad that I tried to decipher something that delivered all of its contents in yeah. the beginning and the yeah. very end. Yeah. And the middle stuff is just them smoking cigarettes and drinking and, and talking about nothing. Yeah, well, and pretty much. exactly why I'm kind of going to our normal beat points, which is the writing. So let's move on to acting. <coughs> the guy who played... O. Henry is the blandest motherfucker I've ever seen in my life. And for all I know, that could be O. Henry himself gracing our screen, but I don't know. Um, the guy who's his friend, I was I was commenting during our commentary that he his face looks like that's how I feel all the time. He's just like <laughs> he's bored and he's like he's, it's that face you make when you're out somewhere and you run into somebody you really don't want to talk to and you're stuck in a, what feels like a 12-hour conversation. You, you look how I feel, man. Yeah. Whenever someone describes these situations to me, I just go, I don't know what you mean because I just go, no. <laughs> you just walk I just away. do not deal with that bullshit. I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I can't talk right now. I'm, I'm no, get, I don't make getting treatments up. Go, for right, colon no. cancer. No, right. thank you. I have to go. Gotta they go. are calling me. I have sesame seeds in my colon. Yeah, down down with the union. <laughs> and I salute their Confederate shirt. Yeah, yeah. so this this was the prequel to the uh, the Capitol riots. That's what the fuck we watched. Only the Capitol riots were inherently more exciting. Yeah, that was, that's yeah. You had some, something to talk about for a couple of weeks. This yeah. is just boring. So Charles Bronson sucked in this episode. Oh. He got he got excited a couple times, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah what are we doing? Oh, twelve thousand dollars!" Like he had a couple lines like that, and I'm like, "How is he forcing himself to do this?" He is so lucky that he was able to be in Death Wish because, like, his older stuff, the stuff that he's in, like, like I liked him a lot in The Dirty Dozen. I thought he was good in that. Um, not quite as good in the uh, The Great Escape. I thought he's kind of a stereotype in that one, but that's that's kind of like a an all star 
it's 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 a process movie. It's not really a movie for performances, you know. Yeah. All you need to know about Charles Bronson is this. Yep. Once upon yep. a time. Yep. Once upon a time, he's good in that too. He's, he plays harmonica. Yep, that's his character. It's literally his harmonica. character. Yep. They were all alive before they met but you. In this Frank. one, it was John Carradine pretending to play the harmonica badly. We got Frank here. I wish I could kill Frank as well. Because I'm going to call me during our commentary episode. <clears throat> what a dick. Should have put him on speaker. He might have had something to say about it. No, I don't want to continue. He probably has this on DVD somewhere. Fucker. What the fuck are you opening over there? You just cut a hooker's throat. <laughs> Ripping throats. <laughs> He's a dope. Frank McGruber. Frank, Frank lucked out not being able to watch this episode. Yeah, he manages to dodge this shit. Buddy can't discuss the, the great Prince of Darkness later. Yeah, I know. Fuck him. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so we did acting. Let's move on to just comparing it to our other shows. I already said it's the worst, but blah, blah, blah. Let's actually discuss... This versus our previous shows that we watched. Um, okay, because as soon as this ended, nice. Can you send that? Yeah. To me? <laughs> I didn't get it framed. How do you not have that framed already? Well, I, I need. It's been on my to-do list. I need to go do that. Even in Italian. No, it's it's uh, German. Oh, it's German. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> it's, actually I think it's German. It's right on his to-do list. Right underneath, clean up all the dead hookers off of the carpet. <laughs> and finally. Uh, White cleanse this this uh, country. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yes. All right. Um, These are jokes. Because as soon as we no, they're not. So as soon as we stop <laughs> watching the episode, Adam goes, "Night to Remember" looks pretty good now, huh? And, and yeah. I like Night to Remember. It wasn't great, but it, it was fun. It was and, entertaining, and, at least. Yeah, yeah, I kept my interest. We were talking over, obviously, because that's what we do. But I knew what the fuck is going on. Well, so that's it, just it. We, uh, we kind of had the advantage to. You know it's the Titanic. You know what the fuck's going on. And yep. what, you didn't have to be invested in story like, oh my god, will the ship miss the iceberg? In this one, I was actually trying to figure out what the fuck was going on, and I realized that all I knew about it was all there was. And I'm like, fuck, there was no other layers to this then, other than... And no hey, Claude, Claude Rain's wonderful voiceover. Join the Confederacy. It's about five guys, and, and you know we like march in the, uh, I don't know, fucking in a parade once in a while and yeah do that dick any comments on marching in a parade <sighs> only if it's june june 12th lgbtq month oh i thought you're talking about the confederacy thing that they bring up in this episode oh is it june 12th does the date uh, june 12th mean anything to you isn't that weird that it's a gay pride month oh you you uh you rubber banded there and i think it was just your uh your your group Censoring you, it probably was. He was about to deny being a member. We had. To I can't him. say anything. <laughs> <laughs> you got to the blender now. He's got one of those yeah, things yeah. on his finger, like from Ghostbusters, when they're testing the the psychics, and it's really pissing me off. Yeah. That shit. I can't, can't think I get electric shocks. That guy was also in one of our John Carpenter movies we watched. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Then uh, Christine. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't know. Did we the same that? fucking haircut. Yep. We did yeah, mention we did, that, we right? Yeah, we spent about okay. 20 minutes on it. Yeah. Oh, I 
every <laughs> every show I do is a blur, especially last night because I drank way too much. And yeah, oh, I noticed. I was gonna watch Prince of Darkness last night, but it was so fucking late I couldn't even stay awake long mm-hmm. enough to get it started. Like I had it queued up and I hey, passed out. That had nothing to do with me being drunk. That was everyone being super chatty. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. Well, we had a lot of talk about that of currency and bury me with the currency. I don't know how I ended up. It was a a special hip hop episode. I'm surprised you didn't drink heavily for this episode. I'm trying, but it's I I have to talk so much that I feel like I'm burying myself out of my own grave on this show for some episodes because I put myself in the situation. Adam called me a sadist beforehand, and I didn't disagree. But I feel like I put myself in this grave, and, and we get a shitty episode. I'm just piling more dirt on me. When the other hand is trying to claw out. No. Yeah, it was had nothing to fucking say. So that's why I'm going through acting. And What about the cinematography, guys? Any, they do anything for you? The, no? But the no. real question remains <clears throat> is when you die, do you want to be high? And should we bury you with your currency? Can I, can I also throw in a <clears throat> never worry? Never worry. Yeah. And then you get turned into mulch for your tree. I want to die. I want to be Arcadia, man. Arcadia. 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 Good of Arcadia, bro. If you missed last week's episode, you have no fucking clue what we're talking about, and that's fine. It's fine. No, not last week's episode. It's a different podcast. Different, whole different fucking show. Yeah. Well, LAW Twice on Review. We watch, just watched the whole M- Much better show. Go watch that. It's just much better. Yeah, it, it's had something going on, at least. At least I knew what the fuck is happening. Maybe we need to start watching this on our own. That that show is like Tool, and this is more like a perfect circle, okay? This is like the spin-off. <laughs> oh, are you saying <laughs> are you saying this this podcast is? Or are you saying yeah. well Henry is? A podcast. Okay. You can go back. Oh Henry. I, I thought you you would understand. Oh, let me I did it after I kicked you. I was like, oh, that's what he meant. But uh, I, when I went to Vegas, I came back and I stopped at you know three or four gas stations along the way because I'm traveling with three women, four women in the car. So it was bathroom breaks every hour. And uh, I looked for no Henry Bar. All of them found none. And then I gave up my search. I, I declared it a, a, a failure. Adam improvised and he. I went. found this shit in the closet. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You know what, Adam? You're getting twenty thousand LIW bucks. Cool. Just as good as Confederate money. <laughs> they, no, they are. They are Confederate money. It's Confederate money. He's uh, going to make us spend it to get put back into the stream when he kicks us out. Every time we go yeah. out, it's like, fine. <laughs> You're out of credits. <laughs> 50, You're going to have to grind for points. some more credits. <laughs> yeah. You can crawl back in. Um, what else is there? Oh, oh I, I, did, no. I did actually want to talk about the cinematography because... If you're going to have a story with this nothing in it, you have to fluff it up. You have to make it look great. Instead, it's just camera sits well, the, here. Yeah, the camera doesn't move at all. The, it's all stage. It's all a stage You've seen show. stages on plane that have more shit compared to this. Well, yeah, it's stages true. on play? Plays like you, you've seen actual like you you've been to plays that have more production yeah. value than this like like high school plays that have more production value than this. This is something that appeared on TV. I assume. Do you, do you know what would actually be more entertaining to, than this? Twelve Angry Third Men. graders doing these roles. 
I would I literally would rather watch third graders do this episode in the same exact manner than these adults. Because it would at least I get something out of it, some sort of weird factor. Because as it is, I got fucking nothing. And somehow on IMDb, only five people have reviewed this, and it has a six point eight. Where did they get the six point eight from? That's the shocking. Five, the five people. It's not even supposed to show a score until ten people have reviewed it. Uh-oh, Alamo Drafthouse is filing for bankruptcy. Fuck. Oh, no. All they need to do is start showing Miami Connection again. They'll be fine. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> They're done. So I, I mean, know. I, just, I'll have you know, I bought Miami Connection on Blu-ray from Alamo Drafthouse. Like, I purchased it online from their website. So, I, I did my part, goddammit. I'm looking up O. Henry right now. Because this fucker, hope he died in 1910, so he's from 1862 to 1910. Oh shit! He was, he was 47 years old when he died, and oh. the the guy who played him in the episode looks a lot like him. Let's let's show him. Let's throw mm. this fucker up on the screen here. Pretty good, right? Not yeah, not terrible. bad. Not bad. He looks more like the friend. Cause look at his face. Yeah, the face and that you butt. are. Nice butt shit you can get in there. He's from Teja. But when him. when did he invent the candy bars? That John Wilkes Booth. Who was... here, he is, here he is ODing from opium. He looks like W. C. Fields in that picture. Yeah, he looks awful. He looks bloated and he Go away, like, kid. Here, my me. darling chickadee. <laughs> He's like uh, if James Woods played Chris Farley in a movie right before he died. That's what he looks like here. <laughs> Why can't we watch that? <laughs> James Woods. That. James Woods is Chris Farley and David Spade in the James Farley story. I want to see Henry story. I want to see Prince what? of Darkness acted out by all the parts are acted out by James Woods. <laughs> yeah, but he has to talk like Asian. You don't look Asian at all. Especially <laughs> the awkward scene with the green screen where he's fucking himself. Oh. And he's forty year old college student. Okay, we'll talk about that later. That, that's, that's the one thing about you know, Prince of Darkness. You're thinking about it. You're gonna be thinking about that for the rest of the night. The, the one thing the one worst part about Prince of Darkness was I, I kept thinking like MST three K where I was like, this is not my leading man. This is not my leading man. Yeah, we'll get to that. Because this is a mustache. Mustaches kill any you, any you only human. follow people with tiny mustaches. It's called you can't generate Tom Atkins out of thin air. You'll fail every fucking time. <laughs> yeah. Can we do scores and get <clears throat> fucking put this shit to bed? Fuck fuck this. No, sense. no, we need to talk way more about the plot. Fuck. We did. The oh, movie sorry. did the, the show didn't even talk as much about the plot as we are. We're giving it more Rick, justice. Give your score then. Uh two. <clears throat> Adam, <laughs> one. This is a one. I can find no redeeming quality to this whatsoever. Not good performances. Not good production value. Bad story. Boring. Bland. Forgettable. And insultingly bad at the end by having actual retired soldiers salute the Confederate flag because, well, I was a soldier. I salute any flag. Bullshit. You don't do that. Everybody knows, especially if you're retired military. If you salute a flag for, for a country that doesn't exist or goes against your own country, that's the same as taking a piss on your own flag. Fuck this episode. I I also gave it a two. 
which is the by far the lowest score I've ever given anything on here. One is reserved for things that are just oh my god. It has no redeeming quality. I can't give it a two for anything. I have to find something of merit to give it a, a, a more than a one because I don't ever want to watch this again. Yeah, I found nothing in it. I got nothing <clears throat> from it. I was more confused, and then when I looked at when I actually went and looked into what I couldn't find out and find out that found out there's even less than what I was looking for, it pissed me off again. Somehow it pissed me off twice. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad the writer's yeah. dead. He's been dead for 110 years, I mean, 11 years now, and that has been a great 111 years. This was not this the, the show that launched Charles Bronson's mm-hmm. career for a fucking reason. Okay. No, this was 1957. It only lasted <sighs> one year, and they only did how many episodes? I'm 420. <laughs> 45. Uh, wow. So either A, they ran out of O. Henry stories, and they're just like, we were so excited to do them all because they're all so good. We had to get them done in one year. Or the studio was like, oh, fuck you guys. No, bye. Yep. So or one of them watched this. And they said, you know what? We need to, we need mm-hmm. to X this show right now. Fucking nix this show. This show sucks. And well, now, well, oh now I'm God. curious. What's the other ones like? I know. I just found out something. Uh-oh. And, and this would... If I looked, but I, problem, the thing is, I don't want to know anything when I go into these. I want to go in blind. Right. He plays this. Thomas Mitchell plays O. Henry in all forty-five episodes. Oh, really? So this Fuck. is this is par for the course. It sounds like. <clears throat> so it sounds like every episode he's pitching a bullshit story to some oh. interested guy he's trying to fuck. <laughs> that would make the show better. Wouldn't it? If the last episode he found that's almost as bad as having evil paintings in every episode. So listen, I have a story here. I want to tell you the story. There was a, a man and another man in a restaurant, and he's telling this guy a story in the restaurant. And so what happens is, at the end of the uh, restaurant eating, they go upstairs and they butt fuck all night. Would you like to see that story come true? You know what would have been sure. You think there's an episode where he's telling the story? And he cuts back, and he's like, oh, anyway, that's my story, and let me know what you think. And the guy's like, oh, well, I think you need to work on this. And he's like, and cuts back again. And he's like, no, so that's my story about telling that story to another guy, and then you see the story as well. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. And it's 45 like, episodes. It's a fucking Russian nesting doll of nonsense and bullshit. That's <laughs> what this is. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's get lost in there like Inception. I mean, even like Ray Bradbury, Ray Bradbury Theater has better shit than this. <clears throat> Well, the Ray problem Bradbury, with I was how to write. Well, yes. Red Bradbury Theater. The, the the problem with that was it was date. It's date. It's the eighties, and it's it was HBO. That was an HBO show, mind you. So yeah. that was produced for HBO. But they weren't throwing money at that show either. No, they were not because so, they were still they were figuring out what they were doing still. Budget is, and dated, and the fact yeah. that Ray Bradbury was like on screen. This is one of those where all the budget went to the actors, and they literally had nothing else. Like at one point, we were we were laughing because they. It's like. The two characters we were watching literally exchanged outfits, like between scenes. Yeah, yeah. Like they didn't even shoot it in such a way to where you couldn't tell. Like we told it, like they're wearing the same fucking outfit. I'm like, how cheap is this fucking bullshit? You can't even afford another costume for another scene. Yeah, he's wearing the exact same fucking outfit that uh, Carradine was wearing. And it's also, when, even... when they're in Panama, they're they're at the fucking they're at a tiki bar in fucking South LA somewhere. Oh. Whose turn is it to choose? It's going to be... Oh, shit. It's my turn. No, Panama! I don't want to do that. Panama! <clears throat> it's my week. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah, I pick, hate the pressure of having to choose the episode. Pick O'Henry, you son of a bitch. Yeah. 
All right. Pick, pick gonna, us another wiener. I'm going to stop shuffling now. I'm going to... Uh, oh, God, guys. Okay. Uh, fuck. I hate this. I hate, this is the worst part of the show. You must have had a great time in Vegas. Tales of the Unexpected, it looks like. Oh, 79.88. Well, that could be worse. Mm, it could be better. So our winner is Tales of the Unexpected, 1979-1988. You only go up from a one. <laughs> so I got to choose from that show. And that, that, that'll be our episode next week, which hopefully you guys are still around for. Hopefully I don't lose you after this. Yeah, suicide sounds great right now. Yeah, I, I, I want to apologize, but I think O. Henry should apologize. He should have to I come think, back. I think dead. he should. He should. We should summon him from the dead, and his uh, spirit should apologize. For I apologize, show. fellas. How are you? Hey, at least I got. I have 112 episodes to choose from. Hey. Oh, no. Because uh, if it's a few episodes like Dick today, I, I feel no blame toward you. But if there's 112 episodes. I feel like it's going to be on me if it's bad. Yeah, that's pressure. That's real pressure. Yeah, because you had the the last two episodes, you guys just had to choose out of a yeah out of a very paltry sum yeah. of well, no, and, that, and that's but that's what got us into trouble though because we went for the for the most undangerous choice, Charles Beaumont episode, which was awful, and Charlie Bronson, which was even worse. I felt like when it, when I was choosing for, for the the fucking. Uh, craft dinner theater it was like this it's like okay choose which one yeah <laughs> that's what i felt like <laughs> you have mac and cheese or cheesy puffs what do you want choose yeah it was it was uh, just a few options and yep. uh, dick was in the same boat cheetos or hot cheetos which one he do you was want? in the same boat it was called the titanic mm. it hit an iceberg and it sank full of fucking dead irish people and i got hit with a chandelier <laughs> oh god we had to do a palate cleanser after the episode. We watched that chandelier falling on that devil. We had it's to. It's great. It's, it's fucking a wonderful it, scene. It, yeah. it was the it was the perfect ending. And it's I the perfect ending to an already decent show. Yeah. 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 It was unintentionally funny, but fuck it, it just made it more wonderful. You, you should you should blend in that scene with Amber Tamlin saying, "I have a tattoo of a sunflower in my ass." <laughs> And then the chandelier hits the guy. The weird thing is, when you play the clip, she doesn't even say tattoo. She just goes, "I have a sunflower in my ass." Yeah. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we couldn't say. We couldn't decide if it, it was in her ass or on her on ass. Her ass. Yeah, After a while, we just kind of didn't care because it was just when, surreal. Yeah. When Frank played it, it sounded like in. When I yeah. played it, it was clearly on. Yeah. So maybe there's two versions. I think he one. used some digital trickery. He must have the Canadian version. It's the Berenstein Bears. <laughs> uh, um, the Berenstein. Burns the brown factor, stain, yeah. butthole stain. Yeah. The uh, uh, oh, what's it called? Uh, Mandela effect. Mandela effect. Yeah, yeah. Which is so stupid. It's yeah. silly. It is. It's just people making an excuse for not paying attention to shit. Yeah, That's all it is. Yeah. I always thought Prince of Darkness was called Prince of Light. <laughs> I swear it was. I no, swear no, it I was. Thought, I thought it was Prince Albert. You guys are all wrong. <laughs> Prince Albert. So and this episode from February 13, 1957 can go fuck itself. Yeah. The, the title is stupid, too. It makes it sound way more hardcore than it really is. But yeah. I just have one question for Adam before we get out of here. Would you rather have watched this or another Tales from the Crypt episode? Another oh. Tales from the Crypt episode. Wow. All right. 
I don't want That's why it gets a one. Yeah. yeah. This makes me want to go back to Tales from the Crypt. Well, I did draw some Tales from the Crypt episodes, so if okay. you guys yeah. don't want to join me, maybe we'll do that. Okay. When are you going to do that one? I don't know. I have a cartoon drawn first because, of course, I do. Yes. The fucking bingo hopper is still. Well, curt. we watched a cartoon one of those once, and we were laughing pretty hard, unintentionally, of course, because we had a good time. Yeah. It was something somebody said, and we just kept saying it back to each other over. Your and over. dad owns a diet yeah. store. Is it a diet store? Yeah, health food store. No health food. Yeah, your dad owns a health food <laughs> store. That's How what the fuck. Do you remember that? It, it, I'm glad you remember that because I knew it was something we were. They said and it just it was the way it was that really cheesy <clears> cartoon <throat> ham ham hammy delivery, I, and we were laughing because it just everything's always the volumes exaggerated as shit you know on episode 35 of the show i did an episode to make up for our terrible nightmare ground zero episode or or no our, our terrible root awakening the hammer house of horror episode i decided yes. to do a makeup episode so i did a tales from the crypt keeper cartoon and it was fucking awful and i fucking hated it usually i'm like these cartoons are fine they're almost better than the show honestly the tales of the crypt show because and yet and yet people continue to argue with us that's a great show tales from the crypt was awesome but bruh. you you still want to buy that tales from the crypt toy line though one of them is right here adam one of those people who argues with us is yep. right there he's, he's right there he's right he's some right of them are okay, okay no they're not Nope. So no, I said the only so. one that we liked isn't really a Tales from the Crypt episode. It was no, a movie. He, he's right yeah. because I did like the Top Billing episode. Yeah, Top Billing's a good one. Good. Yeah. Top Billing was good. Where my, John, refresh my memory. Which that one was, was uh, jo- the John Lovitz episode, where it's the John Lovitz and Tron. I don't remember it. The problem is it puts such a it's nasty taste in Adam's mouth that he even hated the Frankenheimer episode, and I like that one. Yeah, Frankenheimer was fine. It wasn't great, but it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. It was. I don't want to watch it again, but in fact, I did want to watch it so bad that for LIW John Frankenheimer review podcast I started, I just threw that audio over there and called it a new podcast because I'm not talking about that again. It was definitely not seven days in May. That's all I can say. Yeah. Adam, were you on that episode? Pretty sure. Which one? No, the, the Frankenheimer one? No, no. You were on that one for sure. But yeah. were you on the top billing? No, he wasn't. It was just me and Dick. It was just us, yeah. Because that's what happened. Me and, me and a lot something. of Dick. You were traveling. That was when you were in your travels. Yep. I was I was driving from Illinois oh, yeah. to Florida. Yep. And it was just the two of us. And it was fine. Yeah. That's why I picked it. I felt like that would be the one episode that you'd probably like. I, you know what? That show is so cursed. That's probably what would happen. The one that I yeah. set out winds up being the best fucking one ever. Like, dude, it was, it was good. I'm like, fuck you. You're lying. Now you're making I, I feel shit. like every time I showed this bingo collection, it should be like, dun, 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 like horror music playing. The, the Like the light should flicker and shit. Chanting. Yeah. You should, yeah. You should have like some some shaky cam. And... Some dead little girl going across the yeah. screen, going. Ah, 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 you need a, what you need, what you need, Phoenix, is you need a jump. You need one of those artificial jump scare noises to cue the audience, let everybody know that that's supposed to be spooky, spooky. Okay, Hans. Have a laughing clown. No, you just need our artificial jump scare noise. No. Yep. Every fucking movie does that. Or shit. the. Like the gate noise. Oh, oh did you see that trailer for that uh, Jew horror movie coming out? It looks pretty good. It's uh... no, we're not doing. What is the Jew? The only reason I made Boot him immediately is because it took me 
a few seconds when he said Jew to find the the boot button. Give him about five minutes. He's going to pull out his Confederate flag and show it to everybody. And expect us to salute. I'm not doing the next show until you guys salute. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. See, I didn't see your Jew trailer. No, it was about. It's about. It's, it's a Judeo. It's a Judeo um, a myth. It's about a monster that comes after you when you die. It looked pretty good. Wasn't Eric Bana in one of those? Yeah, he was. That was Munich. Yeah. He was a no. He was a he was a New York City police detective. Yeah, that was a bad movie with yeah. with Joe McHale. It could have been better. Joe McHale looked awesome in that. He bulked up. Uh, but it stars um, a bunch of nobodies. Cool. Let's end the show then. Sorry. Until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm fucking miserable. Sorry. to get. I'm sorry. We'll be back for Tales of the Unexpected. So long, citizens.